0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Hedgehog podcast, episode two with me, Jenny Dawn Morris. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode and I hope you've all been keeping well and staying safe. This week, I want to speak with you in regards to your local council. Are they doing enough to protect your local wildlife? Also, on May the 20th was World Bee Day and I have some bee and wasp facts for you. And I think we've got wasps Misunderstood. I don't think they're all bad. I know it's very controversial and uh, they've got a reputation, but I think we've got them all wrong and I'm going to prove it to you. So I hope you enjoy the show. Happy listening. I want to start the show off on a serious note this week. So your local council, are they doing enough to protect your local wildlife? And the reason I bring this up is I feel a bit let down by my local town council. Since the lockdown began on the 23rd of March, I've been taking walks at my local pond, and I'm very lucky to have it so close to my house. And within the last month, there has been a litter of goslings, moorhens, and cygnets. However, on one of my afternoon walks, I witnessed an incident at my local pond. So there were two Canadian geese a bit further up on the path, just minding their own business. There's loads at my local pond when two drunken lads rode past me on their bikes and kicked one of the geese quite hard. And its feathers flew and it looked really distressed. And I shouted at the guy. Now he shouted something at me back and I don't know what he said. I had my earphones in but I didn't care. I needed to see what happened to that goose. So I stayed with the goose for a bit. I could see that it was walking fine, it got in the water with its mate, it was swimming, so I thought actually I don't think it's injured, it's fine. If it was, I would have reported it to the RSPCA. However I did see that my local town council is responsible for this pond, so I rang them to report the incident and also to check if there were any CCTV cameras in and around the area to catch this and I told them what time it happened and whereabouts it was. They said no. And I was surprised, I don't know if many parks do have CCTV, and I get it's a cost to the council, I do understand that. But I would have thought they had something in place, maybe a ranger or something, and I brought that up as well. And I said, who is responsible for the wildfowl here? And the answer I got was their wildlife they look after themselves, which I get, but I feel like there should be more in place for the protection of these animals because how many more unprovoked incidents have there been and how many more are there going to be? I don't think it's right, you know, we need to protect our local wildlife. He did say, however that he was going to alert the police and he would put more patrols in place. And I have noticed more police cars and more police in and around the area. But I just do feel a little bit let down, you know. I feel like there should be more. I do see people from the council in the park and clearing up and tidying up. And that's fine. I think everyone needs that. I think we need to look after our parks and conservation and make sure it's looked after but I feel like there should be something in place like CCTV or maybe rangers to look out for the birds and I know they're wildlife and I know they look after themselves but it's just something that I felt quite strongly about and slightly let down by my council and I understand that they were running a skeleton staff at the time because a lot of people have been furloughed during this time and I totally get that and I think he mentioned that there's just not many people around at the moment looking after issues like this but I just felt like it's something that I wanted to raise should there be CCTV in parks is this something that the council are going to provide I just don't know um I think it should be considered. I'm going to go to the public with this one. Have you been let down by your local council with something wildlife related or any incidents? You can always message me at hedgehog 88 on Instagram and I can read it out and we can discuss it on the show. Also next up On May the 20th, it was World Bee Day. Now, I think bumblebees are fantastic, but I have some bee and wasp facts for you. And I think we've got wasps all wrong, and I'm gonna prove it to you. On a happier note, I want to celebrate bees, because on May the 20th was World Bee Day. Now bees are such an important member of our ecosystem, they provide honey and not to mention they're really cute. So I put some facts together about bees. All worker bees are female. A bee produces a teaspoon of honey in her lifetime, so it's around about five grams. To produce a kilogram of honey, bees fly the equivalent of three times around the world in air miles. The type of flower bees take their nectar from determines the honey's taste. Male bees or drones have bigger eyes to help them find the queen bee. This is a bit of a gross fact this next one. Bees mate high in the sky and then afterwards the male bee loses his reproductive organs and dies. A queen bee can produce 2000 eggs a day Fertilised eggs become females and unfertilized eggs become males with the help of pheromones. To get more bees in your garden, grow more colour, bees love blue and custard plants such as lavender or rosemary. Bees don't want to sting you or else they'll die, unlike wasps who are just out for your blood. I'm only joking, I have some wasp facts for you to prove they're not so bad. <laughs> There are 20,000 different species of bee found in every continent except Antarctica. i got to say, I don't think you ever see penguins with bees buzzing around them. <laughs> honey has always been shown to have many health benefits, both when eaten and applied to skin. The darker the honey, the better. The bee is the only social insect to be partially domesticated by humans. have to say let's give it a round of applause for bees because they are amazing. Up next, wasps. Are they so bad? And why do they have that reputation? I'm gonna talk about something controversial now. Do wasps sting on purpose or are they just misunderstood? The answer is no. Unprovoked wasp attacks happen rarely. A wasp will only use its sting to defend itself or subdue prey. Many wasp stings are a result of people squashing wasps, either deliberately or on purpose. Wasps are attracted to food, especially fish sandwiches and sweet drinks. That's why they won't leave you alone when you have a cider in a beer garden on a hot summer's day. And if you got a fish finger sandwich from the pub, they're going to be attracted to you but we've all been there <laughs> wasps also sting intruders who disturb their nest when a nest is disturbed a wasp will fly out with a wingbeat frequency that stimulates other wasps to fly out and attack so moral of the story don't disturb a wasp nest So, next up I've got some facts on how wasps and bees are different, okay? So, wasps do not collect pollen, but bees do. Wasps do not store food, but bees do. Wasps do not make honey, but bees do. A wasp nest is made of paper and bees is made from wax a wasp's mouth parts are designed to chew food whereas bees mouths are decided, uh, designed to lap up liquid wasps can sting more than one time whereas bees can't so when a bee stings you it dies sadly so I'm hoping that's helped but also there are a lot of hornets around at the moment and one flew in my room last night and scared me Um, And I was trying to get it out of my room and had all the windows open and it disappeared And I don't know where it went, I'm hoping it just went back outside, I haven't seen it since But they're actually gentle giants that come from the wasp family Again, they won't attack unless provoked But yeah, I wouldn't want to get stung by one So yeah, moral of the story, just don't annoy bees or wasps or hornets and you'll be fine That concludes tonight's show thank you all so much for listening just going to do a couple of shout outs so bumblebee conservation trust are the only charity wholly dedicated to saving the uk's bumblebee population you can find them at www.bumblebeeconservation.org or on social media at bumblebee trust I'd also like to give a shout out to my friend Colette who's done the artwork for the podcast and the Instagram page. You can find her stuff on www.cs4colette.com and her Instagram page is at cs4colette and her stuff is fantastic so check it out. If you want to drop me a message on at Hedgehog 88 about anything environmental, wildlife, animal welfare, animal related stuff, please do and we can discuss it on the show. So I really, really hope you enjoyed episode two. I look forward to having you all back for episode three. So take care and look after yourselves and love nature. I've been Jenny Dore Morris and this has been the Happy Hedgehog Podcast.